listening to Dating Out Loud, where we discuss polyamorous relationships and queer sexuality with your hosts, Rowan and Rose. Sexual, sapphic, trans woman. Oh, I'm a Ravenclaw. Yeah, you are. Uh huh. I'm such a Ravenclaw. Well, I'm a Ravenhuff. Ravenpuff. Yeah. A Ravenpuff. Ravenpuff. Um, and what was that new one? The Safio. No. It doesn't matter. And today, um, we have a special guest. Uh, we have with us Rebecca. You want to introduce yourself? Hello. <laughs> I'm not sure what to say. Well, who are you? What are your pronouns? Oh, okay. Um, my name is Rebecca. I use she, her pronouns. And... How do you identify? Really gay. <laughs> that is a good way to identify. Yeah. Nods of agreement all around. <laughs> yes. Really, really gay. That's... That's this podcast, so yeah. you're in the right place. Sweet. And <laughs> and why are we having you on here? Do you know? Yes. I believe I do know. <laughs> I believe we are going to talk about the different dynamics of uh, various polyamorous relationships, including ours and Rose's. Yes. Yeah, because Rebecca is... Rowan's partner, in case you missed that part. Yep. Yeah, oh, yes. Rebecca is... I don't know if I said that. Yeah, we'll get to it eventually. Okay. Um, Rebecca and I are partners. Um, we are engaged to be married. Mm. And I think that's part of what we're talking about, right? Yeah. You're married. Yes, to our lovely producer over there, Lucas. Hello. Yeah. So we'll see if we can get him to chime in a little bit about this. Um, yeah, I wanted to talk about marriage within polyam because I have met a few different couples that are married or like yourselves engaged to be married and no two couples seem to practice poly the same way and that just might be people practice poly lots of different ways but I've noticed that the structures that work for different people as they're married seem to be kind of different from one another and I know you and I have talked about some of our differences, the way we choose to practice. So I thought that would be an interesting thing to kind of dive into and see what does commitment look like and specifically commitment of marriage. Wait, 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 wait. We're committed in these relationships? <laughs> I thought we were just sleeping around. Oh, now you're the hoe this time. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Yeah, well, like, what, I mean, I think that there's a stereotype, if you will, 
that people who practice poly aren't committed to their relationships. Yeah. Yes. And the mother's horrified. She's like, you're going to get STDs and get pregnant and make your partner sick. <laughs> no. <laughs> Why don't you... Let, let's, let's go down this a little bit because I think it's very interesting. Um, so before you and I met, mm-hmm. you were already dating someone, yes? Yes. Yes. And, um, so why don't you talk, tell us a little bit about how that transition went and your parents' reaction to that? Because I think that's a very interesting thing that the difference between commitments and other people's understandings of that. Yeah. Um, I was dating my boyfriend for about a year. And I started to learn more about polyamory. I was around um, different friends who were practicing poly, and I really liked how free um, everyone seemed. And it just it seemed like, I don't know, it seemed like my cup of tea. And so I asked my boyfriend if he'd be cool with me trying out polyamory. And if you want to try it out, like, I just wanted that to be an option for us. And then shortly after, I met Rowan. And now we're engaged. Yeah. And then you came out to your parents. I did. They weren't happy. <laughs> like, at, really, really unhappy. At what point did you come out to them? Like Just how, right away. I figured really? I'd just get it, get it over with. But they were kind of horrified by the homosexuality. Like, all of it. It's just, like, a lot for them. Yeah. But that's okay. I'm happy. They've come around. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I hope so. Are, are your parents convinced that we're actually getting married yet? I don't know. I feel like they think we're just really good friends who are, like, <laughs> I guess, getting married. But, like, we're actually doing the thing. Like, we're lesbians. Yes, we are. They don't... I don't know. I feel like they think I'm just, like, joking around. I'm not. It's <laughs> <laughs> the real deal. <laughs> it's, like, the nice euphemism for lesbian relationships throughout time like they're just really good friends a couple of gal pals yeah that live together and are actually getting married yes Yes. we are gonna get married yeah and our boy my black boyfriend's gonna live with us yeah we're doing the um we're all moving in together and that's Mm -hmm. great see that's really interesting you're not only moving in together like, this is the boyfriend from, that you started with, right? Yeah. Wow. I'm just mind blown. <laughs> we like it. We're happy. So those are long-term committed relationships. Mm-hmm. Yes, they are. So what does commitment mean to you? Because I feel like it means different things to different people. Oh, that's a good question. Hmm... I guess for me, commitment is like sharing your heart with somebody, getting like a really emotional and close intimacy with another person. It doesn't have to just be like monogamous though. It can be, it can be, it can be more open than that. Like it doesn't have to be a certain way because I think growing up, I saw a lot of stuff like you have your Prince Charming and there's that one, the special one. And I just didn't really like, like that so much. And I feel like the more I learned about polyamory, the more I'm like, oh, I like this kind of commitment better. And like, I like, I like the way this relationship, these kinds of relationships 
like work out. They seem like they make more sense to my brain. That was me just like struggling right there. That's <laughs> oh, a good answer. I think it's a hard thing to define because it is really like intangible in lots of ways. It's hard to describe, yeah. It's more of a feeling. Like it's hard for me to put words yeah. to it. Like I can feel it, but I don't necessarily know how to describe it to you. So I think one thing to note is because I was thinking as you're talking about that, like how would a monogamous person explain commitment? And the answer, if you're asking someone monogamous, which I'm presuming, but um, maybe quite simple, like, yeah, you're on that relationship escalator. You you get married and, and, and you yeah. have kids and you buy a house and you, you do all that stuff. And that's, that's what commitment looks like. Um, but that's not always the same with us. Um, but you still want to get married. I would like to get married, yes. You asked me. I did. So why? Because I love you. <laughs> and that's enough? I, I'm just teasing. Go. I don't know. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> what, is, what is different about marriage opposed to something else? Exactly. Hmm. Like versus a relationship? Like, like the, or what do you mean? Um, what changes? Yeah. I guess just like a title, really. I think um, you and me will really enjoy like having a ceremony and like putting together an event. I like parties. Yeah. And I don't think that's something that's my boyfriend would be super like, I think he would enjoy it, but I feel like it wouldn't super be his thing. I don't know. Um, but I want him to be part of our ceremony too, if there's a way to. Me too. I kind of just wish I could marry two people because that would make like life easier. So we can work that out. Can we really? Sure. Like, can you legally do that? Mm, can't you like, isn't that, can't you get in trouble? We could do a commitment ceremony. We could do commitment ceremonies and draft specific paperwork to allow for the, um, different rights that are already covered under marriage. Oh. Well, you could like sign a contract. Exactly. Just, like, call it a marriage. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I think that would be pretty cool, yeah. actually. I would love to have, have, have yes. <laughs> See, so you really bring up, though, that marriage is essentially a contract. I guess it can be. I don't know. I don't want it to be a hierarchical thing, though, where it's like, I don't, it's not like one relationship is like, more significant, more important than another relationship. Like, I don't see it that way. Yeah. They're all incredibly important to me, just in different ways. So that gets into the even more mind-blowing part for me, is practicing your particular style of poly relationship anarchy within marriage. And you say, like, it's a title, but it doesn't necessarily mean, like, denote the, that person or that relationship means more than your other relationship. Hmm. Um, that's really interesting to me. What's that like? What so, oh, sorry. That, no, 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 I'm just like thinking, I'm like, I have like a million questions, but I think that's... Ask them all. Yeah, 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 yeah. what's that like? I think I just, I really want to create a safe place for the people I love, and I don't want anyone to feel like they're like less important or more. Like, I don't, I feel like, I don't know, that would hurt my feelings if I were in a position like that, and I just don't really see the world like that. And I know there mm -hmm. are like natural hierarchies that occur, but 
I would hope that that's something that doesn't find itself in my life, in my love life, in my relationships. Yeah, I think that we find ourselves in, like, on the other side of things where, like, I don't, I don't personally see how it can be structured in another way. Like, I, I find it fairly easy to practice relationships in a um, non-hierarchical um, way where I, I treat every relationship similarly um, rather than uh, having one be more important. And marriage for us is just, I mean, it's just something we want to do. It's not, I don't know that it even has anything to do with the marriage. We just think that it would I think be, it'd be fun. fun. Yeah, I don't know if it's really all about, I think we just were like, this would be a cool thing to do. You two are so cute. <laughs> I don't know, I guess I think of it almost like, I don't know if this is like a weird metaphor, but kind of like different flavors of like ice cream. Like I love chocolate and I really love cake batter, but I don't like love one more than the other. Like I could have both of them any day and I'd be happy, you know? I don't know if that's a good yeah. metaphor. But, <laughs> you want them in the same Sunday. Well, Sundays yeah. in Neapolitan is the best. Too. But which them. one would you marry? Both. Done. In a jiffy. Which number one you want to see in a sparkly dress the most? Mm. Yes. You? <laughs> that's me. Yep. That, that's, that's, that's me. So what does commitment mean to you, Rowan? Commitment to me is... Um, commitment to me is a promise between people to um, care for each other enough to continue to work through things. Um, I think that that's where it becomes the most important. I mean, it's easy to be committed to someone when, um, when everything just flows and there's no struggle, there's no tension, there's no nothing. Um, because you just spend time with them. Like, yay, I'm spending time with someone. I'm committed to them. Um, and I'm making time for them because I want to. Um, but Honestly, as far as like a definitive commitment goes, I think that it really has its trials when there's any sort of struggle within a relationship of disagreement or um, someone doesn't make enough time for someone for, for one reason or another. And so the commitment really comes from two people who are dedicated to... Um, working together to make something work. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. I totally agree with that. Yay. It's like you're not just going to bail the first sign of any difficulty. Exactly, and it's sort of a promise about of that. Yeah, not like a fair weather relationship, like ride or die. <laughs> you're my ride or die? Aww. <laughs> I don't actually say that, people. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> don't go home. Don't go home. Stay. What about for you? I think that to me, commitment is definitely love. Like Rebecca said, to to promise your love to someone as much as you can offer that. Um, I think, like Rowan was talking about, a promise and. A willingness to get through the hard things. 
to me, it's also about spending time together, uh, accountability. Yes. There's also like this reliability. Like to me, it definitely means reliability. Like mm-hmm. if I need something, you're going to do your best to be there for me or, um, tomorrow I can wake up and expect you to be there. That is kind of like reliability in certain ways. <laughs> it doesn't sound like super sexy. Accountability and reliability. No, it's, it's, it's super sexy. <laughs> it's it like, is, I want to have my it's person. Comfort. Yeah, like when I'm sick or when I'm hurting, yeah. that that's the person that will want to be there for me. I think that's super yeah. sexy. Like, yeah. And I think that that, what you said specifically, um, is where people have more hangups than anything else with a more egalitarian, um, like relationship anarchy sort of structure. Like when you have a hierarchical relationship where you have your nesting partner and they're your primary or whatever you want to call it, it doesn't matter. Um, but but you have that, you have that, um, accountability, you have that structure where you know that you're going to wake up to them every day. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and for us, it's a little different. Um, and that does take a little bit of a change and a little bit of a, a little bit of a sacrifice, um, for yourself, I guess, so that you can make sure that the other people that you're committed to are happy as well, mm-hmm. are, are enjoying a fulfilling life and relationship. Um, I personally feel like, and I know that this isn't the case and isn't going to be the case with all of my metamors, but I feel like I'm committed to Rebecca's boyfriend. Now like, you become close friends. Yeah, but more than that is that like I have a not really a responsibility, but there's, there is a, another relationship that has formed such that I, I feel like I ought to take part in, in, in whatever he needs, um, as far as support goes or, or anything to, to ensure that he has a fulfilling life. And, um, I know that he feels the same way. Um, wow. So you have commitment within your polycule, really? Yes. Yeah. Yes. And I think that that's part of why we structure things the way that we do, because because that's a very strong and beautiful relationship. Yeah, yeah. we're like a family. Yeah, we are. Oh. Well, you're moving in together. Yes. Mm. Are you nervous about that at all? Yes. <laughs> I'm excited. I just don't want my boyfriend to hate us because we're very loud and he likes to sleep like with no sound. He is easily awoken and yeah. I don't want to be. But like, how do you decide who to sleep with every night? A calendar? Yeah, just, oh, sometimes I, like every other night or just change it up. We don't have a problem with yeah. it now. Oh my god. kind of switch it up whenever. Yeah, I mean like it's... Lately I think I've been more in your room because it's warmer. But also Alex hasn't been over a ton. Yeah, he hasn't been over. Um... <laughs> <laughs> What's so funny? You too. Um, what was I gonna say? Oh, Blushing. so right now, like, since Rebecca and I had moved in together, um, her boyfriend spends a lot of time at yes. our place. So he basically lives with us he right does. now, anyway. 
Um, and I, it was strange the first few times when, like, I was in our room and she was yeah. in another room with Alex and, um, and, and I was in bed alone. Like, that is strange sometimes. Yeah. Um, but, but you get used to it and it just becomes a structured thing that no one really questions. We don't even think about it. And we still wake up to each other, like... I'll still see you in the morning and wish you a good morning and wish my boyfriend a good morning. Well, I'll be asleep, so you you both will wish me a good morning. That is more accurate. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. What about you, Lucas? What does commitment mean to you? Because we've been committed to each other for 14 years, but I feel like that commitment has changed a lot over time, like what that is, what that looks like. Uh, I don't know. I think of commitment kind of the same way that um, Rowan was saying um, with um, just the promise to like be there for somebody even as you change or they change like to grow and to do the work it might take on yourself um, and between your relationship to really accomplish that relationship's goal. Um, So it's not really a hierarchical in a sense, but it is in a natural hierarchy in a way of like what commitments you have with different people. Cause to me, there's different layers of commitment and really commitment is just about like what level of intimacy we're going to promise to establish to each other. So like between me and you, we're married and we have the commitment of spending our whole lives together. That's a really large one, but that's, that's what it is. That's what a lot of it is. So our relationship is creating a lifelong partnership of love together. And so that takes certain kind of work, but if I have a commitment with somebody else to just be like friends or to be whatever lovers and to a certain extent, but they're all just different commitments that you might have with somebody. So that's kind of what, how I look at it. I like that. I like that too. So that kind of brings back up that point of like, well, you can be committed in any polyamorous relationship, defining commitment, what it means between however many people are involved in that relationship and then what is the added layer of commitment of marriage so y'all were talking about like it's a fun party which totally absolutely to me there was another layer of wanting to yeah for me part of why I wanted to get married and why I think marriage is another layer of commitment if you want to look at it that way uh, is the ritualistic aspect of it mm-hmm. um, because I wasn't really thinking about it so much as a contract even though in so many ways it really is uh, but I really wanted to have a public ritual where we could really put our intentions and create that container of what our relationship is going to be like and it was really cool to have our friends and family there to basically bear witness but also to be like hey this is their community that is also committing to help support and nurture and care for this relationship so we did a lot of things that were like very personal to us we you know made everything really individual to our beliefs and we're able to cultivate that and like just basically like put all of that energy like out into the universe and 
having a fun party is awesome too. But that was like, to me, one of the main purposes. And I, even if it were legal, don't feel like I would want that with anyone else. So I don't know because things, life is crazy and things change. But as of where I'm thinking right now, it's like, that's a special thing that I only want to have with my husband. And I guess this is where I kind of struggle with like how hierarchical I am, because Mm -hmm. to me, that is like my most special relationship. And that kind of is the deal that I say right away, like I'm married and this is my like primary relationship and to me that means that I don't want that level of commitment with anyone else and also that um like if Lucas needs anything I will consider his needs before I would consider pretty much any other partner's needs so there's not like a lot of other rules that come with that, even though, like, just who I am, I'm not particularly interested in having another nesting partner. Like, more people to live with just sounds really yeah difficult. No, it's totally fair. Um, I think it's however, like, I don't know, like, what makes the most sense for, like, the ind- like an individual and how yeah. they're practicing. Yeah, I mean, it's... What you're talking about isn't so different than, mm-hmm. than what we're saying. Uh what you're talking about fits within it. It's, it's just about determining where you want to, to set certain boundaries mm-hmm, yeah. and have certain agreements. <clears throat> um, like, I, I don't know that I would ever say that one, one of my relationships is, is more special or, or takes up more time than another. Um, but things like if, if Rebecca has needs that um, she needs met, then they are needs. And so I am going to um, do what I can to, to meet those needs, if, even if it means at points um, breaking uh, dates with someone else or something like that. Um, but on the other hand, I do the same for someone else as well. Mm-hmm. Um, if someone has needs, they have needs, and I'm going to try to meet those things. Um, but... But we had talked about when we were starting, um, when we got engaged at first, Rebecca was saying that she didn't think she wanted to be married to anyone else, that it wasn't a want from any other relationship, um, which is not mutually exclusive from, like, you can still be RA, you can still have a, a completely egalitarian relationship structure, and and not want something from someone else. And that's perfectly legitimate. Hmm. Does that make sense? Hmm. Interesting. I'm going to have to chew on that one for a little bit. Um, if you asked some of the people that I, um, some other people who practice RA or, or some of the people that I, I learned RA from and stuff like that, they would probably disagree um, they're very much against any any structure whatsoever um, because they're a lot more in, in, in the anarchist sort of vein. Mm. Um, but but as far as I'm concerned, and, and I, I don't know if you want to um, use me as, as your boilerplate or anything, um, but as far as I'm concerned, as long as you're not being shitty to someone else 
and you're including them in the um, uh, in the negotiations, yeah. then th- then you're practicing in an egalitarian way. Like that's th- mm-hmm. th- those are the only two things that I that I have to to keep in mind. I'm I'm not being shitty. I'm I'm respecting someone else's agency. And, um, and I'm including them in negotiations. And if I have a boundary about something, then, then that's a boundary. Like, and, and that'll be a part of the negotiation. Hmm. Yeah, I think the hierarchical uh, uh, structure is a lot to do with negotiations in a way. Like, really, like, if you're with somebody already and you have, like, rules with each other for how you govern it, and the other person doesn't get to negotiate that, they just have to accept them or not, that's hierarchical. Because the structure is regulating the process. It's saying you don't qualify to pass that part of the structure, so you're not going to be included, if that makes any sense. Um, so yeah, yeah, I think, I, think exactly. I get what you're saying. Not that that's a bad thing, if that's how you want it, but that's just, yeah. Okay. I, 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 I agree with you, Lucas. That's where I see the difference. Okay. That's opening my mind, for sure. Teach me a lot about relationship anarchy. Are you going to convert? <laughs> Am I convincing I, half, you? Half, half the time I feel like I'm there. But I mean, I do like my structure. I like mm-hmm. that I have like my husband at the top, and then I have a boyfriend, and then I have people I'm seeing, and then I have people I'm sleeping with. And they get very different treatment based on where you fit. I can see how that's comforting mm-hmm. for you. Like, I don't want to be the one you call when you're sick. Like, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, call me when you're horny, but like, don't call me when you're sick. You know but what I mean? That's like an important part of communication. Like, you're like telling people, like, this is yeah. what I have to offer yeah. in a relationship. I'm like, up front. Exactly. But that's so important. I try to be. Because, like, if you're communicating that, then I feel like, yeah. you know, then it's like, you, you guys have negotiated that. Like, this is the kind of relationship I would like. Yeah. And this is what I would not like. I mean, things happen and, like, there were rules I felt like I had for myself that changed Mm -hmm. just because people change each other. Relationships change things. Um, So being able to, like, grow and accommodate and not just be like, I said I'd never do this, so it's never happening. And be like, oh, does it feel right? Okay, then it feels right. Mm -hmm. Renegotiate maybe if other people are involved. Um, But, yeah, I very much, like offer I guess different things based on my level of commitment I'm wanting and willing to offer that makes sense and that might be a big difference in why we structure our lives in different ways because I want all the things with everyone yeah that's amazing that's not like I, I don't want different things from different people so it's a lot easier for me to structure my life in a way that gives and takes from all the people that I meet as opposed to the way that you structure it, which falls a lot more in line with a more structured style. Yeah. What do you think, Lucas? Sorry, I was like, saying that. Oh, shit. Yeah, I, I don't know. I agree with all that. It's pretty interesting get into the heady space of what's actually happening between relationship dynamics which I love you know studying to get my counseling degree and do relationship counseling at some point in time uh, yay we, we need more polyamorous counselors seriously yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Like, that needs to be way more of a thing. We're both doing it. I'd Yay! like to, yeah. It's my It'll goal. be us! Well, okay, not me, but all of you guys. You, like, open our own packs. That'd be awesome. That would be awesome. That's kind of my goal, too, yeah. Would you be open to something like a triad or a dyad or something like that? Oh, yeah. Totally. As, as long as it's not, um, uh, what's it called? A treat Clo- Like, closed off. Oh, like exclusive? Yeah. 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 Exclusive. The, the oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is able to date everyone involved in the triangle. Well, well and, 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 and only. Yeah. 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 Like, if, I, we don't often, personally, um, get involved with the same people. No. Mm-mm. But, I mean, like, if it happens, it happens. Yeah, I'm down any for reason it. Like, not I'm to. open to it. Interesting. I like, I don't know, I feel like polyamory has also just, like, helped me live a life where I just try to have an open mind about everything yeah. and, like, try to approach new things and different things with, like, um, willingness um, just to just try it. And I think that's been a really just, like, nice thing for my life just in general mm-hmm. and challenging what society says is the norm and because it doesn't have to be like just because it fits the norm doesn't really like it doesn't have to for everybody yeah it's different for everyone and i i think i like i like that how it can be special and like customizable for each person that's beautiful <laughs> i like what you're saying just like a willingness to grow because i i agree with that 100 percent like if Lucas came home tomorrow and was like, I want to have another nesting partner and for life, like this is what I want, I would lose my shit. Honestly, I would have the hardest time. Yeah. But because we do have this intense commitment with each other, like I would figure out how to deal with it and grow and like, like I guess you know, not necessarily that like how that negotiation would go down, but like I would try. You know what I mean? You you wouldn't you wouldn't stab a bitch. I mean, if you've ever, like, living with me, I have, like, intense OCD. Like, Lucas is, like, a saint. I don't know how he deals with it. I don't think anyone else would want in on that, honestly. But, uh, I hope not. Knock on wood. Oh, God. Don't bring home a nesting partner, Lucas. I'm not ready for it. also more into like the whole big love thing so then that's big love. that's big very love. like that's very hippie <laughs> have, wait, like, wait 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 have, have you met lucas <laughs> i do <laughs> look at him uh, i like big love mm-hmm. i like when everyone's happy and in love and i'm in love with life and i have the capacity to be in love with everyone so yeah lucas and i are very I like similar that. In that. yeah i feel that I don't really like most people. How can you get... I don't understand. <laughs> like, it's like a very few... few people. <laughs> uh, that's how you all balance each other out. It's fine. Yeah. Well, well... Yeah, this has been interesting. Yeah. Is there anything you wanted to add? Anything that... I gotta say, the number one thing that I've learned through the whole process, similar to what Rebecca said, is that there isn't like a prescribed way to have a relationship with somebody. 
which is what I used to think growing up, you know, in monogamous culture that, you know, like every relationship, like if somebody does certain things, that means relationships over or whatever are just kind of like given to you. And that's actually not true. And really what's important is just communication and consent. And, um, you know, if 12 people are down to be in love with each other and have children and do the whole thing, then that's awesome. As long as they all talk about it and are doing their thing. Like, so that's what I've learned is it doesn't really matter as long as, you know, you really have open communication and consent and love. Yay. I would also say that the light bulb moment for me was realizing that fidelity and commitment were two very different things. Yes. And that a relationship doesn't have to include fidelity in order to include like really meaningful commitments and promises like you were saying to each other. Mm-hmm. Yay! And thank you for adding to our podcast, well, Rebecca. Thank you for Yay. having me. <laughs> We're so excited to have you. More thanks. <laughs> and we'll have to update later how the whole moving in together thing is. Yeah, how yeah, it goes. Totally. <laughs> I have a feeling it'll be great. I'm excited. <laughs> me too. Was there anything that you wanted to add? Um, not that I can think of right awesome. now. Awesome. In that case, this has been dating out loud. Um, thank you for listening. Uh, don't forget to subscribe and follow us. Um, give us a four star review on Apple iTunes. Four. Five. Get five. I don't do the Apple thing. Uh, is there, the how Apple many stars either. are there? Ten. It's five. Give us all, <laughs> all the stars. stars. All the stars. All the stars. <laughs> Um, follow us on Facebook for all the gay content. Oh yeah. Yes. Um, follow us on Instagram. Um, everywhere it's under dating outlet. So thanks very much. Bye. 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 Thanks for listening to another episode of Dating Out Loud. Don't forget to like, follow, share, and subscribe.